What's up, what's up, what's up? It is me. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Joy Crazy World. I'm your host, you already know, Joy, a.k.a. Khaleesi. Uh, it's been a while, real long while. So without further ado, we're going to jump right into it. Before I begin my own episode, y'all already know I have to do it. Guys that have to do it. Definitely go check out the Discourse Project. My baby, Mozzie, and all you Mozzie Mafians out there, like myself, she has dropped a new episode of the Discourse Project. Her and both her guests did their thing up there. Definitely go give it a listen. Now for my own. (laughs) Now for my own. Today, we're going to discuss being friend-zoned and what are the cons and the benefits of it. Um... I've had a lot of people come and talk to me about it. I had talked to my, a lot of my coworkers here and asked them some questions about what they think are the pros and cons of being friend zone. And we will definitely go over that. And even you can, as usual, message me, whatever, and tell me why you feel like it's a good thing or a bad thing to be friend zone, especially if you're a male or a female. What are the pros and cons of both genders in your eyes? All right, so... <laughs> We're going to dive right into it. Um, We're going to just go ahead and start with the cons. Because why end the podcast on a bad note? So, friend zone. The I think we should just be friends phrase that no one wants to freaking hear ever in life from the person that you freaking would do anything for, it seems like. Like, I know that is one of the most dreadful things you could ever hear. Like, I think you should just be friends, especially when you've been spending all your time with this person. Like, you've been helping this person out. Like, you're always there. They always call you. And you feel like you're getting so, so fucking close. And then next thing you know, boom, they pop up with a boyfriend or girlfriend. And they talking about you all their relationship problems and your whole time in your head. You're thinking like, wait, what? <laughs> yes. If you're guessing, you just got friend zone. Like, ta-da, the fuck? But no, like, being friend zone, like, it has its own mental effects on you. Some good, some bad. But like I said, we're going to start with the bad. So let's go ahead and dive into this journey, of course. We're going to start with the male mindset first, and then we're going to go to the female mindset. And this is, like I said, it's based off stuff that I talked to males before it's been friend zone. You know, females don't like to admit that we've been friend zone, but fuck it. Like, I ain't going to lie. I've been friend zone before, and then later on, I tried to come back, and I was like, nah, I'm good on you. <laughs> but, I mean, shit, it happens. Uh, but, yeah, so let's go ahead and get into it. All right, guys. So from your perspectives, like I said, getting told that phrase, I think we should just be friends by the girl that you've been fucking, like I said, it's going on little, in your mind, dates, but to her, they're just friendly outings type shits, you know, like the girl that you've been spending all your time with, helping her out, helping her with homework, helping her study, fucking even going shopping with her. You know, you guys can watch movies together. You drive her around. She drives you around. Like you guys are just fucking chilling like enjoying each other and then she hits you with the boom 
I think we should just be friends. And a lot of that, like, a lot of men, they think, like, please stop respecting me. Like, and it's crazy because I know women tell you guys, like, oh, I didn't message you because I respect you so much. And I know y'all think, like, just please stop. <laughs> please stop respecting me. Like, like, respect me, but like me at the same time, you know? Like, I know, like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a hassle to think, like, damn, I want this girl, I want her so bad, or even if you're, like, a homosexual male, like, I want this boy so bad, like, why, what's wrong with me, like, why can't I, what does this person have that I don't, and I feel like that's a thing that, like, we, like, as people in general, we feel like men can't have those feelings as well, and you definitely can, (laughs) like, you're a people too, and most females, they don't look at the fact that, oh, their friend's owning him. He'll be okay. Like, you don't know what that's doing to that man mentally. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to name drop, but I was talking to somebody here. And he was telling me this experience he had. So long story short, he was in the ninth grade. And he had fucking had this biggest crush on, I'm just call her Susie. I'm going to call him Susie and Mike. So Mike had this biggest crush on Susie. And he thought it was pretty obvious. Like, he would bring her flowers. He would bring her chocolates on, like, Valentine's Day. On her birthday, he will take her out, like, to the movies. Like, you know how little kids go to movies. So, like, he would do everything for Susie. And then, boom, Susie hits him on his phone one day. Mike, what are you doing? Please come over. SOS. You know, whatever. So Mike, being the guy who he is, caring about this girl, he goes over there. Susie's crying, so his first reaction is, oh, I'm going to come for her. She lays on him, she's crying, she's sobbing, she's crying, why am I not good enough to him? And then he says, well, what's what's wrong finally? She said, oh, my boyfriend. So Mike says, that pretty much stopped his heart. He's thinking like, boyfriend? We've been doing this for about four or five months now. I never heard anything about a boyfriend. And he said he felt hurt, you know? And then she was like, you know, you're like, you're like my best friend, you're like my brother, this, that, and the third. And he's looking at her like, that's not <laughs> that's not what was going on in my head. So then, of course, Mike's curious. He's like asking her questions. Well, how long have you guys been dating? Um, did she do you go out with him? Because she's always with him. So he's thinking like, she's always with him. So he's thinking like, okay, when do you even have time for this boyfriend? And then that's when Susie gets into the meat and potatoes of her relationship. Oh, he, he stopped calling me. He's always out playing basketball. Again, mind you, it's eighth, ninth grade. So, I mean, shit, ain't really much y'all could be doing. Well, I don't know. It's this generation different. But anyway, like I said, back in the day, oh, he's always out playing basketball or playing with his friends. He never has time for me. He never calls me. I'm so in love with him. But yeah, like he doesn't even notice me. So, of course, Mike, doing what any boy would do, tells her how beautiful she is, how she doesn't deserve it, how he would treat her so much better. And she gives him the, oh, thank you, friend. Mike said that broke his heart. And <laughs> he said he started thinking instantly, like, what What does this guy do? Like, is this the way you get girls? So then Mike started thinking to trade that good boy persona, that good boy, oh, I got you, let me hold the door for you. Persona, change that shit up for the, oh, fuck you, don't text me. I'm not going to respond right back. I'm, I'm going to leave you on ref a few hours. Then he started wanting to be the boyfriend. And... Needless to say, he didn't get the same reaction. And this is what you need to understand about being friend zone. 
when you're in a friend zone, you need to understand whatever that female you like, whatever that male you like is attracted to, that's not the same reason that they're they're attracted to you in their own way. See what I'm saying? So when Mike took on that persona of her boyfriend, she looked at him and was like, what? She pretty much, he said she pretty much asked him, what the fuck is your problem? Like, what are you doing? Why are you acting like an asshole? You know, why are you hurting my feelings? Why are you talking to me like this? And they broke up their friendship and she stopped being friends with him. On the other hand, she took, she forgave the boyfriend and they're out, you know, walking past Mike like he never was her friend ever. And she just ignored his phone calls, like pretty much been mean to Mike and Mike didn't understand. But I had explained to him, you're a friend. So the category she puts you in is way different than the character she puts her boyfriend in. For example, like I told him, you, her boyfriend could have, like, disrespected her completely. Called all types of names. She would have forgave him and gave it with her boyfriend. I don't know why us females like this sometimes, not all of us. Some females are like that. But if Mike was to do the same thing, she probably smacked shit out of Mike. And I told him, I said, because at the end of the day, you don't get that same level. Her level with you, her connection to you is a maybe, it's more of an emotional connection than it is whatever she has with her boyfriend. So like I told her, she looks at you in a different light. So things that he can do, you just couldn't do at that time. And, you know, of course, hard lesson learned. He lost his friend and he kind of developed a persona well where he was open and nice, but not that nice. He kind of put up a guard. So the next female who tried to friends on him, he knew immediately off the rip. And he pretty much told her like, look, I like you. And I don't want to just be your friend. I want to be a boyfriend. He pretty much started giving females the option to either be with him or not. So his mental state at that point was, oh, my God, it sucks being a nice guy. Why can't I get a nice girlfriend? How come always the good guys never this, that, and, th- and you know, and it sucks to have that mentality to feel like who you are is not good enough for somebody because you're too nice. Like, have you ever been told that stupid shit before? Like, I'm not trying to jump over to the female, but I've been told that shit before by females. And I thought this shit was very dumb. Like, the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. You're too nice. And my mom would think, like, what the fuck, you want somebody to slap the shit out of you? But, you know what, whatever. Back to Mike. <laughs> and he was like, you know, he he developed that persona. Like, why is being a good boy or why is being a sweet, kind, respectful boy in our day and age so frowned upon and you would rather be with someone who's going to call you, excuse my language, but bitches and hoes and yell at you until you get the fuck. Like, why is that more acceptable than having a nice gentleman, you know, like he's sweet and kind to you all in public and whatever y'all in the bedroom doing, that's y'all business. And Mike said, you know, as he got older, that's what he became, you know, like he, he developed both where he could put a stop to it. But at the same time, he didn't let it change him completely. But he developed some of those bad boy tendencies where, you know, he became that asshole at times because he knew how to lure a girl in. Some some girls, he knew how to lure them in. And then eventually he turned into Sweet Mike, where the girl's like, oh, my God, you're not where I thought you were. And then he is married now. So, you know, congratulations to you, Mike. I'm glad that worked out for you. I'm glad you figured out who you were supposed to be. Because like, like he was saying, you know, the negative effects it had on him mentally as far as I'm not good enough for any female because that wasn't the first female that did that to him and it wasn't the last until he met his wife and he says all the time it's crazy how he had to really like be mean a little bit 
not too much, like a little bit. Like he had to be an asshole every once in a while to even get his wife. And he, it's funny that like when he explains to her now what he had to do, she laughs like, "Damn, obviously they like that." Because now she, you, you know, you you get older, so you 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 think about the shit you do when you're younger, and you're like, "Oh, that was that was fucking stupid." <laughs> but uh, yeah, like it fucking sucks that you can't be a genuine person to people. Like, why is that even a mindset to have? Oh, I'm too nice. I'm too good to be with someone. So it's kind of shitty, but worked out for Mike. And then, all right. So just like I said. Then we're going to move into the cons of being a female in the friend zone. Now, before I start, god damn. So, just so y'all know, I'm going to go ahead and use this as a little disclaimer piece since all that noise is happening in the background. Um, so, I just got off shift. And I'm back in my little room thing, finally. And, uh, yeah, most of the fucking brakes on all the vehicles here are fucked up. So you heard that loud squeal in the back. That's what that was. Like I told you, I don't edit anything. I don't take any sounds. So you get pretty much raw cut exactly what I'm hearing. And, yeah, that was annoying as shit. So I'm going to start a different fucking segment. <laughs> oh, that just made my head hurt. And I know as soon as I get ready and good into this, they're going to move. And it's going to piss me off. But since I can't do anything about it, let's go ahead and move along. So like I was trying to say before I was really interrupted by the squealing brakes of this fucking truck. <sighs> the cons for being a girl in the friend zone. Like I said, I've been there. So I can speak on it myself. But I'm going to use my friend. I'm going to call her Annie instead. And talk about her experience with the girl. <laughs> switch it up huh with the girl she like named maria so we're gonna say Anne and marie we'll say marie maria is just Anne and marie whatever so Anne is this shy quiet ninth tenth grader uh kind of open but not open by her sexuality she has a crush on this 11th grade marie a very popular female uh marie always flirts with Anne at basketball practice every once in a while, you know, uh, whatever. So Anne, at this point, you know, she's, she's like, just like fucking Mike was, you know, she's always there for Marie, always helping her out. Anne is very smart. So she's taking 11th, 12th grade classes, even though she's in 10th grade. Um, so she sees Marie often, more often. Um, and she helps tutor her. So fucking uh, Marie has a girlfriend, obviously, and Anne is kind of aware of that, but not really. So the story she's getting from Marie is that they're on and on again, off again, girlfriends for the last year. Uh, so, yeah. So Anne, like I said, she's pretty much that she kind of knows she's in the friend. She's a friend. But at the same time. They mess around sometimes, so she's not really sure exactly where she stands in Marie's life. So finally, um, Marie cries to her that she's broken up and, you know, she wants to pursue Anne. Now, this is where the friend zone happened. And there the fuck it is. So anyway, one day Marie calls Anne to her house and goes over there. And they're chilling, you know, they're kissing, whatever, rubbing, whatever the fuck. And Marie phone goes off. Now, for what Anne said, they are 
Like, this has been going on for about uh, two, three months now. So she's thinking they're in a dating phase. This is a rat. She thinks they're, she's thinking they're in a dating phase. Like I said, she goes to her house almost every day after school. They're kissing, whatever. Like, they're sharing juice, <laughs> whatever the fuck. Like, so they're actually developing this beautiful relationship uh, or a relationship that at least Anne thinks is going to flourish until I'm actually dating. Marie, on the other hand, is already talking to somebody else. Didn't even tell Anne. Shit. She's just feeding into it, always kissing on her, whatever. Uh, and then. All of a sudden, like I said, one day, they're chilling. Marie phone rings. She's like, oh, hey, babe. And immediately jumps up and look at her like, babe. But she doesn't say anything, obviously. She just wastes her phone call. It's over. So then, and then the phone call, Marie says, oh, I love you too. See you later. So then she jumps up. Oh, and are you going to leave? So Anne's question like, oh, who was that? And she's like, why are you tripping for You know that we're just friends. Bam. Heartbreak right there. How does she know y'all just friends if y'all been fucking kissing and sucking on each other for the last two, three months, like, and you didn't tell her you're dating anybody else. Like, why would she assume she's your friend? You, Like, why would she assume that? So Anne is hurt, and she's like, well, I thought, you know, we were getting somewhere. And she's like, I wouldn't date you because you're too nice. That shit right there. So Anne is like, what do you mean I'm too nice? And Marie's pretty much t- telling her all these bad things. Like, oh... You're too nice. I would ruin you if I dated you. I'm not good enough for you. Well, I mean, like, they're not bad things, but that's not what Anne wants to hear. Because in her eyes, Marie is the best thing in the world. She's everything she would want in a girlfriend, her first girlfriend at that, you know. So Anne pretty much goes home after the whole, you're, you're too nice speech from Marie. And she said she was thinking, like, damn, like, what does that mean? I'm too nice. I'm too good of a person. Um, she would ruin me. You know, and those words echo through her head a lot. Because like I said, in the end of the day, who knew being good was a bad thing? <laughs> like, even when I was told that shit, I never knew being good was a bad thing. Like, what do you want? Like, what do you want from me? And Anne fell into a depression because, you know, she said she would watch Marie with her new girlfriend. And then Marie would like, send her little kissy faces and through the text phone. And it was kind of like mixed signals because she didn't know where she really stood with her like is she just your friend or you want her as a close friend or you want her as a kissing buddy so and pretty much like she wanted to cut off marie because she said like it's, it was mentally draining for her to sit and have to wonder every day where she stood at with this person who she loved dearly and um uh, years go by they're still friends uh and then it's always the same thing when Anne was, was in a relationship marie wasn't and she was trying to talk to talk to Anne. But Anne, being the quote-unquote good person that she is, she's with, she's in a relationship. So then she friends on Marie. And then it was a back-and-forth game for a while until they finally had a conversation. And pretty much Marie still told Anne she's in the friend zone. And Anne had to really make some some drastic decisions. She said, you know, to think on it now, uh, she felt very insecure because she already didn't feel like she was pretty enough to be with Marie because Marie was, like I said, very popular. Uh, you know, to her, she was beautiful. She had curly hair, brown skin, big, beautiful brown eyes. She's like the most gorgeous girl she ever seen. And then Anne, flat-chested, little flat butt, you know, wore kind of baggy clothes. Like, she really wasn't, she thought she wasn't good enough for Marie. And she felt like that was why Marie really wasn't messing with her. Um, she said it really made her feel like less than because she wanted, she 
Marie's girlfriend took her out on dates and couldn't take her on any dates. Like I said, Anne kind of was out, but not out. Her parents didn't know she was gay. So she really couldn't be like, oh, my, I'm bringing on my girlfriend. Or dad, I'm bringing my girlfriend. She had to pretty much be like, oh, my friend is coming over. So she felt like those were reasons why Marie really wasn't trying to pursue her. And only kept friends owning her to keep her around. Because when Marie would go through anything, whether she needed mental support, emotional support, Anne was always there with no questions asked. Even when Marie's own girlfriends would be like, get the fuck out of my face, leave me the fuck alone. Anne would never do that. Even though Anne was hurt because she wanted to be more and do more for her she couldn't you know because she was at a she always had that friend boundary up um and just to hear something like that it brought up my own emotions from when I was friend zone before and again like I said you just you don't think about it really until you hear those words oh you're my close friend do you think like damn friend <laughs> I've been doing all this shit with you and we're just friends. Like, they say it it, it does give you a sense of low self-worth. Like, you're like, damn, is it possible that you can really, you can be attached to someone and they're not attached to you at all? Like, if people, like, can people really be that emotionally detached that they don't see that you would, like, you love them unconditionally? And, like, I'm not going to say the love unconditionally part, but I've definitely been there as far as liking someone and like being there for someone all the time and still like the person never dated me <laughs> and then eventually tried to come back later and I was like nah I'm straight because yeah nah it wouldn't work out and it's like I said like it is I do agree with Anne because it is mentally draining as far as like you think about all the negative things about yourself like what does this person have? What does she have that I don't? What can she do for you that I can't? Like, I give you more time than she do, but she still gets the title of being your girlfriend or your fiance or your wife or whatever. Like, it's really shitty to sit and watch the person that you love, like, not love you back. It makes you feel very depressed. Like, not as far as depressed, like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking, you know, do something to myself or others. It's just like, it's a depression as far, well, I wouldn't call it depression. It's more of a sadness, more like a letdown feeling like you're disappointed in who you are because you wish you was with this person wanted so you could be with them. And that's a way that, you know, certain traits of low self-esteem start. And, um, I'm not going to lie. I was there before, but then I got out of it because I'm like, bro, nah. Like, that's that's impossible. But for Anne, she didn't hit that point till she was already, like, fucking 19, 20. And then she finally was like, you know what? I'm too good for this. I'm not going to keep doing this. And then she finally went ahead and started actually dating people who she liked or who wasn't like Marie. And, yeah, you know, she's had, you know, she, you know, she said she's had good relationships. She's had bad relationships, you know. We're on the cons. So, <laughs> now we're going to talk about the good shit right now. But yeah, like, so, I mean, I definitely understand the mental, the mental destruction it can have on a person from being friend zone when you put so much effort into something or someone. Mm-mm-mm. No, I'm playing. <laughs> right into the, to the, to the pros, to the good stuff, as you're going to call it. The good shit. No, I'm playing. But moving into the pros. <laughs> I need to go to sleep, y'all. I got off at zero nine and I haven't been to sleep and it's 1310 now. For those of you who are like my friends, 
who always tell me to speak civilian, 1310 is 110 p.m. Okay? Anyway, moving along to the pros. I'm going to put these two together into one. Um, the pros of being friend zone. I know, I know, I know. You're thinking, how could it possibly be good to be friend zone? What the fuck? That, don't even, that doesn't even go in the same sentence. But it can, and it does. And I'm going to tell you how. I don't care if you're... No, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm going to tell you how, from my view, why there are just as much good things as there are bad to be friend zone. For one, if you are a male or female that's been ever been friend zone, it as as much as it can, you know, may lower your self-worth, it can actually boost it. Because at the end of the day, what you don't understand is when someone friend zone, zones you, it teaches you how to care for someone, not romantically, you know? Like, in your mind at first, yes, it's romantic, but once they break it down, like, hey, no, you're just my friend, it teaches you how to love outside yourself, not only for people that you're dating, but for those non-romantic relationships as well. Because sometimes those people need just as much love as your actual person that you're dating, you know? Like, sometimes it's okay, like, you can form these emotional connections with people and learn how to put these boundaries up as well. And so being friend zone helps you with that. It gives you also a sense of st- emotional stability. It helps you learn how to be mentally stable as well. Maybe not at first, because like I said, you, you get those doubtful feelings like, damn, I'm not good enough. But then you start looking at yourself like, I'm pretty fucking awesome because you're able to maintain these friendships throughout the year, helping these people. And, and at the whole time, I'm, I'm not saying it's good for your friends to be heartbroken, but at the same time, you learn how to not be with the person you're dating from watching or helping your friend, you know, like it really, it really helps you like put these boundaries up with people. You know how far to take it with anyone who you're dating or even if you're just friends with, you know, and then not only does it help you gain stability, it helps you make, help you gain clarity of who you are as a person. You're able to love outside yourself. You're able to help outside yourself, give outside yourself, not be selfish. Like I said, I'm very, I, I was, I know I say I hate people because I genuinely, I, but I genuinely don't hate people. Like I just don't like being around them. People say stupid ass shit, they get on my nerves and I would just rather not be around ignorance. But genuinely, I care for people like, if I'm with you, well, not like with you, like dating you, but if I'm around you and you got a good ass vibe, like, I will vibe with you. And I've learned that from being friends on. Because in the day, you know, people, I'm not, it's hard, for example, so it's it's hard for me to just be so open to have friends now. And I know you're probably like, why is that a good thing? It's a good thing because in this day and age, people like to use you. And if you're so emotionally like, oh, I need friends, I need friends, I need friends, that's how you get used and abused, man. Like, that's the truth. From being friend zone, I learned how to put that boundary up. Like, okay, yeah, I'm cool with you, but mm, you're going a little too far, you know. And I, I need to thinking like, oh, you can learn that through anything. No, but you, you could. But it comes a lot better when you've been put in certain situations, especially from my perspective. Like I said, yours could be completely different. And that's why I want you guys to leave comments <laughs> to let me know. But for the most part, from anyone I talk to, we pretty much all get that, at least that mindset as far as that boundary line when we meet people like we're not as open to always want somebody in our faces because we've been there we've done that 
Like, we can see the beauty in people, but also know that, okay, it's just beauty. I don't have to like you because I think you're beautiful. I don't have to want to be with you because I like you, you know? And that's a thing that being friends will teaches you because it forces you into that mindset, no matter how you look at it. You can like someone, like I said, you can love someone that can be your crush forever. But if that person's not feeling you, you're forced to just understand that and you're forced to move on with your life. So as you're forced to move on with your life, you learn that, okay, I guess I could like people without wanting to fucking make them my girlfriend or boyfriend. Because, I mean, I, I, I like people. I don't mean I want to date them. Like, they're cool to be around. They're cool to vibe with. Like, we can have a great-ass conversation. Like, we can go to the movies and, like, just chill. And even if they like me, I tell them right off the bat, like, nah, I'm good. Like, Mazi ain't about to kill me. <laughs> nah, but nah. Like, I was just excited, though. Like, I'm able to just form these relationships with people and actually form close long-lasting friendships not just ones where it benefit me or the other person it benefits the both of us and um I feel like that's a lot of people's problem now because they never had nobody tell them no so they feel entitled to oh you're going to be my friend for this reason like no I'm not <laughs> fuck you sis bro whoever the fuck you want to be but nah but for real for I feel like being friend zone helped me understand that you don't have to be with people and even with Ann and Mike, you know, they say the same thing now. Like, they've learned these, these, uh, the shortcomings that they dealt with, or that I'm gonna say we dealt with growing up. And, you know, even some of you dealt with growing up. It's not all bad. Like, it's not the end of the world. And, um, it's really important for people to understand that it's okay to be alone because being friends don't teach you that. Because you can be there for that person. But I mean the person also going to be there for you. So it teaches you that as well. To learn to be alone and deal with your problems. And also still be open to help people with their problems. Without feeling obligated for them to be there for you. And that's how I am. I can help anybody with any problem. But when it comes to me and my emotions. I'm very close off. And that has nothing to do with me being friends on. By the way. <laughs> that's just that's the way I am. That's the way I was raised to be. But that's a whole nother fucking. Whole nother topic. But yeah like. But I have learn to be able like I've learned to be able I have learned that it's okay to just chill out and um and and Mike has learned the same thing so I mean like I say it's not always bad like you become a very happy person you're able to tell the difference between when someone's into you and when they're not into you when you're gonna be used when you're not gonna be used that's why I said I don't date just anyone it's very hard for me to even look at someone and want to date them like I'm very I don't know it takes a lot to catch my eye or to even get my attention and then if you get it it's hard to keep it because like I said I'm so used to bullshit and I can spot it real fast and I can already put you in I'll put you in a place before you think you're gonna put me in one that's how I am now and I've learned that through my life experiences including being friend zone so I mean like I said, it's not all bad it shows you that you're able to have empathy towards people you're able to form emotional connections with people and form these beautiful long-lasting vibrant friendships without it ever having to be more than what it is regardless of what people say because I have a friend right now a best friend actually I've been best friend with her since ninth grade and people swear we used to date and I'm like we've never dated (laughs) never dated never thought about it like and if we did think about it we kept the shit to ourselves like, and she's my best friend to this day, and I love her dearly. And we've never dated, 
and people swear we have i just be like bro we can no i just that's just the friendship we formed the bond we formed and it's beautiful like i definitely enjoy it i definitely enjoy her and i'm glad we're still close but yeah like i hope you got something out of this episode i'm going to end it now but i hope you really i hope you definitely got something out of this episode and i hope uh you know you can understand if you are in a friend zone position right now that it's not all bad it's really not like actually take a step and look at your friendship and help that person understand as well like it's it's nothing wrong with telling your feelings to that person like hey i'm feeling you a little bit too much or hey i'm feeling you cuz sometimes you might do that and you can get together <laughs> that's the other part to that that could be another episode now I'm playing. But for real, like, you never know. Just telling someone, hey, I'm liking you in this way. They might be liking you in that way, too. Because sometimes just being open and honest is the easiest way to go. And if they tell you, like, nah, you know, I think you're just a really cool friend, then, hey, be cool with that, too. And then you just know where you stand at. And then don't put so much of your time into them like that. You know, get time for yourself. And go look at date somebody yourself or just chill out. That's what I do. I chill most of the time. And then I found my mozzie. So. In closing, I just want to say thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Joy's Crazy World. I am your host, as always, Joy, a.k.a. Khaleesi. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, It was a little bit longer than I thought it was going to be. But, you know, I haven't done one in a while. And uh, I don't know if y'all enjoy listening to me, <laughs> but I definitely enjoy talking to you all. Um, like I said before, definitely go check out my girl's new episode of the Discourse Project. Uh, again, like I said, whether you listen to her before or not, I feel like you can definitely get something out of it. Even if you don't like the newer episode, there's probably one down there along the way somewhere that you might like. So definitely tune into it. Um, but again, as always, like I said, tell me what you think about my episodes. Uh, share it fucking give me some topics to talk about or fucking tell me what you want to hear whatever like I'm I'm all down for it again I appreciate you I thank you uh until next time bye bye